Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Crazy how green you are. Did you have uh, the old one niner, the OG? Did you have it back in 2020? Uh, honestly, the, the only time I really officially got COVID was... I think New Year's time <laughs> around New Year's Eve this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Coming for you this year. Yeah. I had it back in 2020 and then we had that little break we had to take back in August when I had it. Cause I was so sick. Um, and then it caught up to you. So we took another break. Oh yeah. Two fans. That's why. You didn't hear from us because I was sick last week. Sick with the old COVID. And you got yeah, me itchy, I'll, I'll, bro. I'll... I've been I've been itching to talk about sports. There's nobody I can talk about sports with except for you. It just it's it's such a pleasure. I miss it. I, uh, here. I was really only like out out like I only missed that one day of work. But the rest of the days it was kind of like I had enough energy and willpower to get me through work. But the thing is once I got home from work, I was like once again, you know, my body telling me like, hey, we made it through work, but we're still fighting this thing off, like, need you to rest. So that's why I was like, you know, I wanted to record, but I knew I knew I really shouldn't be if I was Dude, trying I to took get the whole week off. Like I told you, I slept probably like 80 hours that week. Like I slept more than half of the total amount of time that whole week. I was tired of sleeping by the end of having it. I was like, I'm ready to stay awake for like three straight days and just do different shit besides be sick (laughs) because it was miserable. And the thing was too, on a Saturday, we already had an appointment. We went uh, white water rafting. Oh Jesus. And, um, and so the thing was Mia was really excited for that for a little while. And I was like, I can't, I also need to make sure I'm like resting and getting better so that way by the time Saturday comes around I was fully healthy cuz last thing I want to do is still be a little on the edge of sickness and going through yeah getting wet cold as water I didn't I mean you told me you were sick and you thought it was covid I was like all right Obi's watching his football you didn't set your lineup this past week I guess cuz I destroyed you in both leagues yeah, go ahead. First of all, you didn't destroy me in the two fans league, but uh, I didn't. But you, I'm just you, gonna say you talked you all this shit, and we matched up week three, and I beat you because we matched up in both, both leagues. leagues. Mm-hmm. I beat you in the money league, which is the one you always say you care about by seventy points. I beat you so badly, you should quit playing fantasy football. And then Tutu Atwell catches a touchdown. On Monday Night Football, the late game, with 40 seconds left, I never, never had a doubt. Never had a doubt. Beat you by .8 in the two fans league. I'm just going to say, you talked all this shit like I copied Orion's team for the fan for the money league, which is totally false. I took one player that he was really hyping up, which was Michael Pittman Jr. He hyped Michael Pittman Jr. up a ton. If I can show you the note, the note card, or the 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 different the list of players that I wanted, 
And it just happened in that league. I had a lot of players that fell to me. And one of them was Raheem Mostert, who went absolutely fucking bananas this past weekend. Not Devon A-Chain, but Raheem Mostert. And I'm just going to say, I beat you pretty badly. And in one of those leagues, I'm not even sure which one, but I lost Nick Chubb and Saquon, and I still beat you. My first and second round pick, and I still beat you because I played the waiver better than you. Don't ever talk shit about me again because I destroyed you. You remember that bet we had? Remember that are bet we started before the league? Yeah, I'm winning. Are you Are you done? Um, I'm letting I'm letting you have. I'm not done, but I'm just getting started. You can if, you can if, go. If, no, no, I, I I want you just get it all out. I just I want can't. You to ha- it's not possible. I want you to have the moment. I, want I didn't to want to go moment. one and one. I wanted you. I wanted to beat you in both leagues. I mean, in the money league, it was just miserable for you. I mean, you you were just you weren't even fun to play. I mean, terrible, terrible. I concur. It's not even like, and you was horrible. It's like you could have started players on the bench and it still wouldn't have mattered because my bench players put up a combined, what is that, 46, 15, that makes 51, about 60 points. And your bench collectively put up probably 18 points. So I could have started anybody and still beat you by a sizable margin. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And that's not even the league because in the two fans league, that's the league that I lost Saquon and I lost Nick Chubb. And I started Russell fucking Wilson. I started Russell Wilson who got beat by 50 points and I still beat you. I lost Aaron Rodgers and Anthony Richardson. This is my third quarterback, the waiver wire. And I was like, okay, it's the Miami Dolphins. They have to score a lot of points to keep up. This is going to be a week that hopefully Russ gives me like 18, 20 points. Man gave me 14 points. You hit Tyreek Hill, and I still beat you. How is that even possible? Oh, that's right, because I had Keenan Allen, who put up 45 points. Because he's a fucking animal. I wanted Ty- I-, I want Keenan Allen every single year. I want him every year, and I never get him. And I finally got him, and this is why, because the man is unstoppable. He is such a good, like, fourth-round wide receiver to pick up. He is, I, I think in that Tier 2 wide receiver, he's got to be the best. I mean, there's the there's the Tier 1s, like the Tyreeks and those, and then there's Keenan Allen, and he's arguably a, a Tier he's 1. Tier, he's Tier 1. I'm just saying, he never falls, like, he's not a first-round pick. He's, he's always he's a t- third or fourth. He's a tier one in the sense of if you have him in your lineup, he's wide receiver one starting every week without a shadow of a doubt. You're never ta- you're never putting him on the bench ever. I put I picked up Christian Kirk because some bozo dropped Christian Kirk, and that's your guy. I'm pretty sure you dropped him because he's always your guy. Man yeah, gave me 15 I, I think points. I, did drop, I think I think I did drop him. Christian Kirk, great pickup. Marquise Brown somehow mm-hmm. 17 points. Jordan Addison, who Orion keeps saying is going to have a bad week. 11 points. Not great, but I'll take it. And then Gabe Davis, I was almost shooting myself in the foot because Gabe Davis, with 10 points, he had that early touchdown. But I I never lost faith, but I certainly was very, very nervous when they ruled Tutu Atwell out, out of bounds on that run, that wheel route run. I was very nervous. 
Speaking of Gabe Davis, real quick, just a sidebar, because it's such a bad beat. Washington Commanders, Buffalo Bills versus Washington Commanders. Took under first quarter seven and a half points. The Bills were leading 3-0. Washington Commanders punted it to the Bills. Um, with about 40 seconds left. The Bills had a decent return, probably to about the 50-yard line. But then there was a flag. Holding call on the Commanders. So add 10 yards to that. So Buffalo is essentially starting in the opposing 40-ish yard line, right? I have 40 seconds left in this first quarter to cash. In my head, once that flag came out, I was like, I don't like this. Once it was on the commanders, I was like, I really don't fucking like this. Because if you're an offensive coordinator, especially with a team like the Buffalo Bills, first play on the 40-ish yard line, I was thinking to myself, I would fucking rip it. I would go and rip it for, shoot for the end zone. That's what I would do if I was offensive coordinator. I was praying, hoping they just run the ball. That would be the last play of the quarter. I'm good. But no, I was correct when I didn't want to be correct. They fucking ripped it on that first play to Gabe Davis for a touchdown with less than 40 seconds left in the first quarter to bust my under. Mm. I just wanted, I just wanted, I needed to get that out. Cause that, mm. that's, that hurt, that hurt. And I, and the worst part is I saw it coming because I just knew if you're a quality offensive coordinator, you're going to take a shot at the end zone right here. This is the perfect time to take a shot at the end zone. And that's what they did. Anywho. Back to the fantasy. Um, Your team thing. is so bad. Both of them are just terrible. Uh, I wouldn't say all that, Chief. In the Money League, you were almost the lowest scoring team this week. Yeah, it was a really... Team had... My team chose the worst week to have the worst week. Let's start with I the mean... two fans, though. Two fans... My squad ain't bad at all. Now, I fucked up where it came, you know, where you're saying you managed a little better than I did. Yeah, you did. Getting forward, putting in forward um, from Cleveland at running back. Um, I stupidly mistaken. I was like, oh, um, Austin Eckler's out. Kelly's RB1. You put him over DeAndre Swift. Why would you do that? Because he was RB1, bro. Bro. That's crazy. I mean, hindsight's always 20-20, but, you know. when, When you see the workload that Austin Eckler got week one, you gotta understand, in my head, I'm like, all right, Kelly's pretty much RB1, which he, he, he is. It's not like he's sharing. He has a slight share in the workload, but for the most part, he's getting the carries and stuff. He just can't do shit with it. It's kind of like Jameer Gibbs, bro. Like, I'm so upset about him. Jameer Gibbs, I've given up on him scoring a touchdown unless they're like 
it's like a 20 plus yard run because I'm like, once they get into the, the, like that nitty gritty goal line area, I'm like, this man can't, he just doesn't, he doesn't have the grit to like cash it in. I don't think I, that. I, I just think they like putting David Montgomery in those situations, which is he's so been, frustrating. He's, he was injured last week. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I, I, I was watching the game, like seeing the red zone situations. I'm like, now I, I see him from when they're on the 40 and he could bust a 20 yard run real nice and clean with his little. But once it comes inside the five yard line, you know, it's, he doesn't have that, that, that knitting grit to push it into the end zone. But um, yeah, Joshua Kelly, he definitely, yeah, he, he. 2.7 points. Yeah, he. I think that was the one putting him in over DeAndre Swift. I or Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert gave you 3.5. I mean, you lost by less than a point. I mean, maybe starting Khalil Herbert would have been a difference. But, it um, would have. But Actually, it wouldn't have. I would have beat you by point two. <laughs> yeah, so it would have been even worse. Um, I think ultimately, I thought... The Swift thing, I know he had his, on that Thursday night game, he had his his time because uh, Gainwell was out. I didn't know. I was uncertain if that would continue on. Um, and I saw Kelly was RB1 with Eckler out. Thought it gave me a better chance, but Kelly, yeah, no. That, I, guess, uh, I guess they only want to run the ball heavy when Eckler's in the game. Um, I mean, it was just terrible on on your part. I mean, you were just, I mean, just terrible. I mean, you're in last place. I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, it's, it's pretty like, bad. It was one. No, it's not. <laughs> it's really not it, that bad, bro. It's pretty terrible. I mean, you you always say I'm the worst fantasy. You player. are, but you 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 pretty much. But I beat you in pasted, both leagues this week. You copy and pasted Orion's team. Bro. I, I I actually didn't. But you can keep saying that if you want. I outmanaged you in the two fans league. Hold up, hold up. All right, bro. Two I'll fans. tell you right now. Two I drafted Amon Ross St. Brown because I wanted him. And I drafted Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey fell to me at three. So I took Christian McCaffrey. The best player on the board was Amon Ross St. Brown after that. And I drafted him. I don't want to hear your excuses. At 18. So 15 picks after CMC, Amon Ross St. Brown was the best. I picked Amon Ross St. Brown last year. I wanted Amon Ross St. Brown. Anywho, all right. Two fans backstory. You were actually here. You heard it live. We recorded the podcast of the draft special. Orion was on here. You know, obviously with Orion being on here, talking, we're talking about the draft. Orion's just spinning out names and stuff Dude, i could like, defend every one of these ooh, picks da, da, da. I, no there's no what are you talking i could show you who i looked at to draft i, I have a guy dude on twitter i followed that i i saw each tier and i was like these are the players chris Olave was the one orion has it, chris Olave picked five picks after i'm on raw because there was no top tier running back still available chris Olave is the best receiver in new orleans that's who i wanted there's just i mean that's why I picked him. And so everybody, two fans, you heard it here. All the players Orion were was pretty high on. All right, 
our other league literally drafted the next day, 24 hours later. Two fans. I'm, I'm going to pull up the draft recap. <laughs> two fans, I want to give you the lineups. Okay. Let me, let me hear. You can give them, give them lineups. I'll defend it. Let me give you the lineups, all right? This is Orion's team in the two fans league. Raheem Mostert, and I'm just going off of the similar players. I'm just saying the players y'all have in common on this lineup. And I'm not even going through the bench. I'm just talking about starting lineup. Raheem Mostert, Christian McCaffrey, Amon Ross St. Brown. You don't have Ridley. Zach Ertz, Chris Olave, Michael Pittman. Entitled Millennials. Christian those. McCaffrey, Raheem Mostert, Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Olave, Zach Ertz, Michael Pittman Jr. Okay, I picked up Zach Ertz on the waiver wire because Pat Fryermuth has let me down. One, two, Zach Ertz three, did four, terrible. Five, I drafted six. Amon Ross St. Brown. You know who is after him? CeeDee Lamb and Joe Mixon. I didn't want CeeDee Lamb. I wasn't going to draft a Cowboy. Wasn't going to do it. I picked Amon Ross St. Brown last year. I wanted him. He fell to me this year. The next pick available, Chris Olave. The picks after it, T. Higgins, Patrick Mahomes, Jameer Gibbs, who I very well could have taken Jameer Gibbs. But I wanted another top two receiver. Chris Olave was in that in that bracket. Because after that, I picked Ramondre Stevenson in the fourth round at the eighth pick. Because guess who was available at that point? Literally no wide receivers. The next wide receiver after Ramondre Stevenson at the eighth pick in the fourth round was Chris Godwin taken in the fifth, fifth round for the sixth pick. So that is seven picks later, the next receiver is taken. So I took arguably the best running back on the board at that point. So I made a good decision by drafting Chris Olave because I knew there wasn't going to be a wide receiver at the next pick because my following pick was 15 picks after Chris Olave. First of all, you didn't know anything. You didn't know anything. You are a lifetime lifetime mediocre fantasy player. And so you're telling me all of a sudden when you're doing great, you're undefeated, number one in the league, it's because, and you happen to have pretty much 90% of the same lineup. This is my year. 90% of the same lineup that Orion has on the two fans league. Players that he, I specifically remember hearing him talking about like, oh yeah, this guy is good at football. This guy is good at football. I don't care if you, you thought whatever in your subconscious you heard him talk about it it's just and false. you 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 pretty much copied and pasted his team no that's just false i had the third pick overall i picked cmc but it's okay dude next what year do you mean? i already i already i already decided this next year we're having the two fans draft after the I the, liked the gridiron draft more than i liked my other team like truly i i thought i hit on more players on the two fans league than I did in the exactly because they were they were the ones you actually liked. It's just false because based in the on other one you were researched. like, you know what? I remember Orion talking about this guy. Oh, Michael Pittman Jr. Oh my God, he's good at football. I pick players that are good at football, and you just like mentally just hmm, okay. It's just okay. I picked okay. I picked Michael Pittman Jr. in the eighth round. The I don't care. Round. You you can sit here. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. You don't what know you exactly what you were thinking. You you can't. You're sitting here saying, okay, like you know, like uh, another wide receiver wasn't picked for seven picks, so I knew this. You didn't know shit. None of us knew shit. None of us knew shit. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you when the next wide receiver was going to get picked at the time. 
Like, oh, it's so obvious. What? Oh, now all of a sudden it's so obvious. You've been yes. sucking at fantasy football your whole life, and now all of a sudden it's so obvious. <laughs> I haven't sucked my whole life. Make like, it I'm make in, sense, but two years. In make the it make sense, dude. What do you mean? You you created this narrative like I suck at fantasy. I don't suck at fantasy. You do though. You you admit it yourself. I'm not very good, but I end up always placing like top five every no, single year. No, what? No, you don't. Stop it. Stop lying to the people. Stop it. You do not. You're you are king of like, dude, the consolation. The consolation bracket because matters. That's the consolation bracket. Literally, we had to emphasize emphasize. In, in the rules, like consolation bracket doesn't matter because you kept saying, Oh, I beat, I won the consolation bracket, guys. Specifically, you. No one else okay. cared about it. Okay. You could say I copied Orion's team. That's fine. But you always say that the draft night doesn't matter. It's how you play the waiver. That's how it always doesn't matter who you draft, Alex, because I always sit there. Every year, and I'm like, my team looks so stacked. Yeah, and you're like, doesn't matter. Your waiver, you got to, you got to pick up t- people of waiver. That's what you always say to me. So I'm picking people off off the waiver. I'm still winning. What do you got to say? You didn't pick people off the waiver in the Throw two stones, because you picked everybody. Orion picked. What I'm copying is waiver wire pickups now. <laughs> On the two fans, who did you pick up in the waiver wire two fans besides Zach Ertz? Which. Obviously, if you don't have Kelsey Andrews or like Hawkinson, you're pretty much like you're filtering through tight ends was, on the waiver. I was, I was, I'm, I was thinking that Joshua Dobbs would have a safety net and Zach Ertz, who's a veteran, but clearly with fucking two points or whatever he had last week, that didn't work out. Um, I picked up Tank Dell and Tutu Atwell. Thank you, Matthew Matthew Barry, for that because he goes, these are the top players, and I started looking, I was like. Yep, that was on that was on two fans league. I'm I'm talking two about two fans league. Yeah, gridiron. no, no, that's a gridiron. That's a gridiron. Now, uh, on a side fan, note, the two fans league, gri- I picked gri- up Christian Kirk and Tutu Owl and Jerome Ford. Yeah, because I drafted Jordan Addison. I think I think I drafted yes, him. You did. Um. Yeah, I drafted. I him. will say I was surprised. I think after week one on the gridiron. The waiver wire, bro. I went on there one day. It wasn't even like on the Tuesday when the waiver wire. It was like well after that. It was probably like later Wednesday or something. Bro, Nico Collins, Drake London, George Pickens, all on the waiver wire. And I'm like, all right. I know like they had shitty first weeks, but golly, bro. Like who, who the hell? Like there wasn't anybody good enough to immediately drop them before like they came on the waiver wire and I'll scoop them boys up real quick. I mean You has been who a huge letdown for me this in the in the gridiron. Gibbs. Oh wait well, no I have Jameer Gibbs in the yeah. gridiron. I mean he's been a huge letdown in two fans league but fucking my golden boy who I draft every year Tyler Lockett, dude. I draft him every single year in one of my yeah, leagues. He hasn't been producing. He usually produces pretty well. I mean, he had he had a 22-point game in week two, but then he had two points week one and seven points week three, hmm. which is usually pretty consistent. Speaking so. of the Seahawks, because they played the Panthers, so I, I'm, I'm, I remember some shit you were telling me. You were talking shit to me about drafting Adam Thielen. 
Dude, I wanted him and you got him. I he was on the waiver wire this past. I know because I did drop him after week one, but then I was like, I wanted him. You were talking. So that's what you get for talking shit. Dude, I was like, I, I knew. I was, I was tenth in the order. I was so mad because I was like, dude, I I put in for like three different players. I didn't get any of them. I was like, this sucks. Like, I I will say that is. It's still early in the year. I wasn't. I was initially like, honestly, Sunday was kind of a sad day for me. Like by by the time the afternoon, like the second round of games were starting, I like I just I was beating you by sixty points. Probably more than that, but I was just like, all hope is gone. Like I was just, it's just one of those. It's not even competitive, and it's so sad. Like you just get so you're just like, well, what what do I? What am I even watching these games for? Like, uh, and but the, the upside the upside is it's still early in the season. It's only week three. But with you beating me, I was like, okay, I get. Hopefully, there's somebody at least good on the waiver wire that I can. My team is dummy stack. Nobody's gonna beat me. Take, I'm gonna go undefeated. I'm win the championship. It's gonna happen. This is our year. Speaking yeah. of this, is our year. Let's go into real football. It's 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 a long season, bud. That's a, that's why I'm not like. It sucked, but you know what? It's life. Some sometimes you take L's, but I'm not too mad. It now if this was like week twelve, thirteen. Oh yeah, I would have hit a lot harder. It would have hit hard, but week three still got time to recover. Still got time to figure my shit out, play my lineups better, because I could in the gridiron, if I would have just not been a dumbass, I could be I should have won week two, but left a lot of a lot of talent on the bench. Um mm. which is always it's it's always a hard thing. I feel like that's one of the big things I struggle with in fantasy is just like starting the right people. On the really, that's um, unique. That's my problem most weeks. I'm sitting there watching, and I'm thinking, maybe I should start Tutu Atwell. Well, he's unproven. And I go, I could start Marquise Brown. Turns out either of them want to beat you, so worked out. But yeah, I mean that's a good problem to have. Uh, last week, you know, Nico Collins, Drake London, um, George Pickens all went off while Calvin really didn't do shit. Um, Godwin didn't really do shit. Uh, you know, these, these who are supposed to be a plus studs didn't do shit, but these youngins on my bench all like went off and it sucks because then that next week you, you're like, all right, fuck it. I'm a, I'm a play them now. Well, now they don't do shit. Cause I mean, it, it's one of those things I try to think of it especially now that I've been like betting for a while, I try to think of it from that perspective. Like, okay. Um, let's just say not McCaffrey cause he's an anomaly, but let's just say, uh, uh, Chris Godwin, for instance, if he were, if this past Monday night against the Eagles, if he would have came out and had two tuds and whatnot in my head, I'm like, okay, he had a great night you know, he's not going to do that next week. So maybe next week I need to start somebody that's had an off week, whatnot. Because obviously 
this is NFL football. It's realistically these players, no matter how good you are, you're not going to pop off for 300 plus yards, two touchdowns, unless you're Justin Jefferson. Let's be real here. Like, or Travis Kelsey for that matter, which, which I mean, that's Travis Kelsey made some big headlines. I don't know if you saw or not, but do you want to talk about Taylor Swift right now? Is that what you want to talk about? You are a Swifty. You did go to the concert. Uh, I, am a I was honestly considering not even talking about this because so many fucking people were talking about it. No, we don't have to like go in deep talking about it. There's not much to talk about. It's just kind of like it was just an interesting thing. Um, one of those interesting viral things and that we'll look back on as like, man, you remember when freaking all the NFL announcers were quoting Taylor Swift all of a sudden and shit? The broadcasters and shit. Um Another one of those is the Kevin James meme, bro. Dude, bro. where did that come from? What is I have that? no idea, but like, it it's probably the most amazing meme because it goes with everything. You could literally put anything in front of it, no matter how different or crazy, and it makes sense. It just does. It's like the Mona Lisa. It it's, stays relevant always. And it's kind of funny because like... <laughs> Now other pictures of Kevin James are starting to like filter trickle through as well. So it's like I bet Kevin I James Kevin is there James. like he's like, Yeah, all right. Some good publicity here. I'll just say one thing about the the uh what's it the Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. Um I made like the a joke about it where I think the this was so good for the NFL because the influx of fans and eyes on the product that I believe that we are going to start that in a way. I believe we're going to see other NFL superstars start to date these like very marketable musicians, artists, like wherever performers, actors. Like you're going to start to see that more because it's like almost like trendy now but also like i mean the nfl really likes it you know like if if there was nfl players that started dating like there's nfl players started dating like dating like scarlett johansson or something like that like that's i mean these guys are not bad looking guys i mean they're they're super freak athletes huge rich famous i mean it's like they're marketable i think i think what you're missing is uh, like you use scarlett johansson as an example i think it wouldn't even Leave well, it's, I'm not comparing her to Taylor no, Swift. Like nobody's but, in the stratosphere of Taylor Swift. Taylor but that's Swift the thing. Is, no right? one is. No one's. No one is in the stratosphere. So it's like. I mean, but there's like she's the only one that can really. The only single one. I mean, like you can bring in like Beyonce, like Beyonce. That, that's like, that's who I thought too, but yeah, she's married, so it's like. Yeah, I mean, like, but there's like there's. I mean, you. I mean, yeah. I, I guess mean, Tom. Is. Tom Brady was married to the freaking number one supermodel in the world and it didn't bring nearly like so who would be comparable to like taylor swift in that conversation i don't like, think literally to to break the internet and shit like what happened this past weekend i i don't think anybody dude Re, no, I mean, there's the next name that comes up to my head is rihanna and it wouldn't even it would make a few tweets but it wouldn't I mean, it'd probably you have know. to be like shock value too. So it'd have to be like somebody maybe like older, 
dating like a younger guy, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, for the name that keeps coming to my mind is like Carrie Underwood, but Carrie Underwood's not in the stratosphere near. Oh, come on. Don't give me that face. Carrie Underwood's a goddess. Calm down. But it's like, which song did she sing? Was it the Sunday night one? Yeah, she sings a Sunday night football song. Yeah, bro. We see her. Probably why I'm thinking of her. We see her every Sunday night. So it's like, okay. So it has that's what I'm like saying. That that's serious. Okay. That's cra- it's crazy. Like, I feel like Taylor Swift's the only celebrity that can make Travis Kelsey. Bro, what about Kim Kardashian? He's no? she, I mean, you know how many athletes she's dated, bro? It's like it's I mean, kind of like true. oh you're, you're the next it's like, oh, you're the next it's like Kendall Jenner with basketball players, like, oh, so you're the next one? Yeah. Okay, like well, what you have to like, somebody has a massive following. Like who is a massive, massive following? I don't know, Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's but, like there is nobody like her. Like she is really that, the only one. She's a unicorn and, that way. Yeah, and the thing is she probably owns like say if there's only in the country there's 95 percent in the country the nfl has yeah taylor swift taps into the five percent that they don't oh, yeah. have a hundred jersey sales went up with like 500 percent he gained like two hundred thousand followers or whatever like he, 300, 300 yeah his podcast became number one on apple it's like literally i mean talk about a marketing move <laughs> yeah so, right and yeah, Jay, Travis Kelsey instantly became like famous. He was talking about how he has paparazzi outside his house now and stuff. Like, I believe it. And yeah, T- Taylor Swift's the only person, only celebrity that could really make Travis Kelsey seem like very insignificant. Because I mean, Travis Kelsey is a two-time world champion, plays with Patrick. Dude, nobody even cared about Patrick Mahomes. That's how big Taylor Swift is, bro. No one. Patrick Mahomes is. The biggest star in the NFL. And he did not, no one gave an absolute fuck about him. No one cared about Patrick Mahomes. Dude, and the, the memes or the like, the mean comments about his wife, Brittany, bro. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Jackson trying to get into Texas. Yeah, trying to scale suite. into the suite to take a TikTok video with her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's, that's like, I mean, if they go, not the full distance, like, cause, I, I don't know about these like super select these Taylor Swifts like if they'll ever get married or like what like you know they she could be one of those people that gets you know, divorced multiple times and things like that just because like it's an impossible position to be like literally that famous where you cannot go into any public space like you cannot walk out of your house without security would drive anybody crazy like any person who's like being with that person like it is just insane. So, like, you sacrifice a lot to be that famous. And it's not her fault. I mean, she's just literally that talented. But if they do go, like, let's say through the NFL season, bro, like, I'd be very curious to see, like, how the Mahomes family and, like, Taylor, like, I'd be very curious to see that because I imagine there will be some, like, National Enquirer type of bullshit that, arises from all of that like britney and taylor get into it or jackson doing something inappropriate like you just gotta think i feel like it's kind of meant to be in a way because taylor swift and her family are huge eagles fans are they who plays for the eagles jason kelsey oh and you and um i think travis kelsey was talking about this um what's his name andy reed andy reed knows taylor swift's family 
from his days coaching in Philly. I feel like it's all like full full circle in a way. I um, love it for him. I think it's awesome. Like it's so cool. And I, I love, love it that it's in our space. Like we know the guy who's like day, like it's not some like actor or some like other musician or like that we don't really like talk about or you know know mm-hmm. his stats or watch him. Like it's like we know Travis Kelsey. Like we talk about him all the time. We watch him in the Super Bowls. Like we you know we have that attachment to him. So it's cool to see like two worlds cross in that way. I've never in my life envied a man or ever wish I was someone else, but like, damn, Travis Kelsey, you mother. No, really? Yeah, bro. What? Really? I mean, how this man is out there playing professional football, oh, making okay. millions of dollars, and he has the number one, the number one female celebrity in the world coming into his box to come watch him play i mean it's literally professional like football. The football team and the head cheerleader like except adult version you know yeah it's literally what it's it like it's just like that was the only time i was like man i fucking i envy i don't know that. if i'm like i wish i was him i wouldn't say i wish i was him that never that hasn't crossed my mind and even when i see her and think about it i don't think i would because the amount of like eyes on him now right it's like me in fantasy right like i'm on top of the world like people just want to tear me down it's kind of the same idea like you're over here throwing stones at me saying i'm not real i didn't draft my team like people are going to come after travis kelsey because i'm comparing myself to travis kelsey in this moment and try and tear him down in some way like there's so many eyes on him now like i don't envy that that's that's a lot of pressure every day i mean either way he He's a famous football player, so I mean, I know it's kind of like magnified a lot, but in a sense, he already had eyes on him. He has a podcast; he does every it's week. Different, it's different, bro. It's you it know is a it's different. different it, 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 it is a different level. Taylor Swift's a different level of celebrity and fame, um, bro. Because think about it. Think about all the crazy fans that she has, and now when he goes out in public to do something, like they're gonna swarm him because of her. Like it, it's like that's what I was saying about like I don't know like how it'll last and things like that because people who are that famous like that's tough on their partner and on them obviously. That's why I think my theory is even though they don't nothing's came out, Travis doesn't want to admit. It, I think they're kind of official because no, they definitely are. Because yeah. there's no there's no way you, especially if you're Travis Kelsey, it's no way you jump into that. Yeah, when it's not like uh, not official essentially because then you're gonna go through all this charades and yeah. just craziness for what for a little fling yeah a little talking talk talky talk no, it, it, in pat mcafee i was listening to him before i hopped on i haven't been watching him much but i try and like go back and watch the guests and they had jj on today and they were talking about jj and and his wife's relationship and like how it was public and things like that and not really comparing them but kind of saying, and I agree with them, like, you're not going to invite your, like, first week girl fling, whether it be Taylor Swift or, you know, Joe Schmo down the street kind of thing, to your box at the game and sit next to your mom with all those people. Like, that's not a one-week thing. Like, they're thinking, and I agree with them, this has been going on for, like, a couple of months. Like, it's just built up to this moment. And this yeah. was, like, the 
the welcome part, the, 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 what do they call it? The, We're going public. It was the going yeah, public moment. Exactly. Like, so right. like that, I mean, there's no way, because if you think about it, if they started talking like last week, like that, that'd be so bold to do that next to the mom and like how she was cheering. Like she was so into the game. Like, now, if she happened to beat like, say, if, look at us, we're fucking talking about pot. I love this. We're talking about <laughs> public shit. Say if she, maybe say if she just happened to be there, not in Kelsey's suite. I don't know. Just that'd be weird. It would be. Well, maybe like what if, rumors? what if, what if they were like playing the Eagles one week or something, or maybe, I don't know, but yeah, like you said, in the suite with the mom and everything, yeah. like 100%, it's going down. Um, yeah. And then they drive off in that like grease like car, you know, and the videos there. Yeah. I mean, good for them. Like, I, I'm not going to be a guy who ever gets on here and throws shade on any relationship like that. I'm just curious if it was interpreted that way about like the longevity of this with the fame level she has intertwining that with Travis's life and then mixing in the amount of pressure that a football season puts on, especially for the chiefs, bro. The chiefs are like the team, like they're expected to win every year. So it's like you add Taylor Swift into that conversation and all the eyes. And I'm really curious to see like how, because I think if they last, like I would say, I mean, we're like what, like one week into this, but I'm going to go the distance. I'm going to say if they last until like next off season, like, dude, you got to expect like they're going to go the distance, right? Like this would be something that they might go through the full season and then maybe break up in the off season or something like that. But if they go all the way through the off season and into next season, bro, I mean, that's like, I mean, that's pretty real right there. I'm not saying it's not real right now, but you just got to think that's a lot of pressure. And if Travis can live with that through all of this, it's like, because to her, it's like nothing, right? Like it's this the is just thing. like the same thing. It's like to Travis, this is like leagues different. Like this is a big, big thing for him. But, but he just seems, I mean, obviously we don't know him, but I mean, with the podcast they have and stuff, it's a lot of access I feel like um, that's why I don't like when people are like, um, oh, why? Like, say Joe Rogan for Joe Rogan. Um, you don't even know Joe Rogan, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, this dude talks three hours on a podcast, like three times a week. I yeah. mean, I, I listen, <laughs> he has so much stuff to listen to. Like, it, it's hard to have that much content of that much of your own content and fake it yeah not it's impossible. be genuinely yourself coming from we talked about that when we started two, this about how we were gonna like go about this where it's it, eventually it was just gonna be tough if we were trying to like play up our like character attitude like personality it's like it's difficult you have to be pretty pretty honest so it's like the same thing with Travis Kelsey, you know, he, he has a podcast with Jason every week. They talk about an hour plus. I mean, I, it's just, there's so much content out there. Yeah. I probably personally don't know him in every ins and outs, but I can say, you know, he's a pretty chill dude. Yeah. I think, you know how cool. he thinks like, that's how I feel about Joe Rogan's. Like I know I have a grasp on like his, concepts about certain things like i can imagine what his opinion would be based on something because i've heard so many hours of him talking so i agree with yeah, you there yeah exactly and it's not 
TV stuff. Like this is yeah. not listening to Stephen A. Smith on first take or something. This is their own stuff. So I would say Travis is a pretty chill dude. And I feel like he seems like one of those dudes, like it for a lot of people, it would be a lot for him. He just kind of goes with the flow. He's like, you know what? Especially if he's actually into her, like pretty into her. Yeah. You know what? Like, it's cool. You're worth, I feel like he's smart enough to already kind of go through and be like, you know what? You're, I think you're worth all this madness. So then he lives with it. Oh, that's sweet. I agree with you. I think, I think he made a calculated decision on this. Like, it's not going to be something that, like you say, he just, you know, does, I feel does like Taylor Swift gained, gained some uh, gained some rep too. You know, like Travis Kelsey is a pretty well liked guy. If you're like, if you follow football, well liked, well respected, and so it's not like one of those. Yeah, like, you're dating who? Really, yeah. bro? It's kind of like, oh, that's cool, man. You're dating like it's a cool power couple. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it is. Now, my boss did say something about. Travis Kelsey being a jackass. And I was just like, huh? It's like. Hater. He's a hater. I was just like, what? What did Travis Kelsey do to make you think he's like. I don't know. A douche. <laughs> uh, I feel like he's just a, a hater. Cool dude. I mean, he might have been on there like. Um, what do you say? What was the famous line he said at the parade? The Chiefs parade. Oh, um, uh. I don't remember, but yeah, I did not like I watched Chiefs something Break about rock, something man. about rock or something. Uh, yeah, he's like, if you want a rock, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we it suck. I could pull up the video, but we suck kind of like the Denver Broncos, <laughs> bro. Is it Russell Wilson or is it Sean Payton? What do you think? It was the Miami Dolphins, bro. No, but this is, I mean, what are they? They're own three, right? Dude, yeah, they're own three. I'm, look. I'm telling you right now, dude. The Dolphins. Bro, they lost the Raiders and the Commanders the week before. The Dolphins, if Tua could stay healthy. Scary, dude. Fucking scary. And the thing is, I've been watching a lot of videos on YouTube because they've been popping up. Mike, McDan- Mike McDaniels is a fucking genius. He's yeah. just a fucking genius. And yeah, I watched a few breakdown videos. One specifically was against the Chargers um, last year when they met Dolphins and Chargers met. I think it was week 15, 16, 15, 13, 14. Somewhere in the, it was later in the year. Staley and the Chargers defense pretty much shut down um, the Dolphins mm-hmm. and what they wanted to do. Um. And going, they faced each other week one. Obviously, we know how that went. Fucking Dolphins just offensively just obliterated the Chargers defense. Yeah. And I can't fully remember all the details, but if I remember correctly, um, one of the things, it's literally like so simple, but yet it changes everything. I think, uh, I don't know if you notice if you watch the Dolphins play. You know how usually when they motion, like a regular team, when they motion, they'll motion like a wide receiver 
from yeah. one side all the way to the other, but they'll be mm. stay on the inside. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, the Dolphins started doing this thing where, like, say Tyreek Hill is lined up on the inside, and he'll motion towards the outside, and they'll hike it while he's motioning outside. So he gets a running start. It's not about the running start, though. It's about the coverage of the defense. Because, you know, like I just said, you're used to offenses motioning from one side to the other a certain way. Because all offenses pretty much do the same shit. Mike McDaniels now is starting to do that inside, motion them outside. So that changes completely. If they're not man-to-man, which who wants to play? If they're man-to-man, Tyreek Hill's like just, he's beating you. Yeah. So most of the time you're not playing man-to-man. You're trying to play that zone coverage. When, so Tyreek Hill moving from the inside wide out to the outside wide out, that totally changes the coverage of the two outside, the two corners that are on that side, what they're supposed to do. But the thing is, since they're doing that now, motioning them from inside out and hiking it real quick during the motion, it leaves no time for the defense to communicate with each other like, oh, hey, this is what we're going to do. And so pretty much they kind of just get confused and they just kind of like either it's it's a it's a pick them they either both go after Tyreek who's probably on like some long wheel route and then mm. Jalen Waddles in like does a little curl and he's wide open mm. or they overreact to the curl and then Tyreek Hill's wide open mm. but the thing is the point is they don't have a t- chance to communicate because it it happens like that yeah and just shit like that, dude, Mike McDaniels is a fucking, he's, he's just, he's an evil genius, dude. He's I just mean, using his pieces in the best possible way because he's got great pieces. And we see a lot of these teams that have top tier talent that just, we feel like are underutilized in a lot of ways. Like it just, it just, they're not playing their strongest suit. I mean, they have two of the fastest, the two, actually the two fastest wide receivers in the NFL. And then Raheem Mostert and Devon Achan, because he doesn't A-chan. want to be called A. No, he doesn't want to be called A Chain anymore. You didn't see that. Achan, but we'll call him A Chain because he's Aggie. Because he's the A Train. Yeah, A Train. Um, I think they're also in the top 10 of the fastest players in the NFL, or at least when they, they clock top, them. They have three of like the top 10 fastest player, yeah. fastest players ever recorded Tyreek Hill, uh, Devon A Chain, and um, Raheem Mostert, wow. three of the three yeah, of the wow. fastest players. No, these are this is actual like three of the fastest players ever recorded running with the ball, as Tyreek Hill, Raheem Mostert, and Devon H. And we know Waddle can fly, so even if he isn't like in that you know specific clocking, he's still then, yeah, he's I get I get what you're saying. He's still up there. Yeah, so they have four of the fastest players, and then I agree with you. If Tua can stay healthy. Which, honestly, by all accounts, he should be able to because he's able to release the ball so fast because his players are so much faster than the defenders. So, it's like, if you can get rid of the ball, you're not going to take as many shots as the quarterback. So, it's looking pretty good for him. Honestly, he's he's really good at anticipation, but I think also, going back to Mike McDaniels, he just made it very easy for him. Yeah. You know, it's crazy what... 
a hella good system could do for you. You know, people, I know Patrick Mahomes is great and all, but, you know, people forget, hey, Andy Reid is running that offense. Andy yeah. Reid's on another level than everybody else. You could, but the thing is, we never saw Patrick Mahomes under anybody else. Tua is the prime example. Tua has been, he played before Mike McDaniels came in. And mm. people weren't too sold on him. He was kind of, eh, you know, uh, eh. Mike McDaniels has came in and made this man just a stud. Mm. No doubter. He's putting up 400 plus yards a yeah. game. Yeah. And the fact that they put up 70 points, bro. 70, <laughs> I was like, dude. Bro, I remember, like, I think I was texting Sam. He was like, man, can you believe this Miami game? I'm like, yeah, bro. I think I checked the last check the score. It was like 61, uh, 61 to something. Miami had 61 points or 62. It might have been 63. But I was just like, man, that's crazy, man. That's a crazy final score. Dude, I checked. And I'm like, holy shit. They got 70 and there's still two minutes left in the game. I'm like, I thought this shit was over. The most points by an NFL team in a game since 1966. Dog. And the crazy part is he... Dude, that's 60 grew, years. He grew up... He came up as the Broncos' ball boy. Like, yeah. he grew up in Colorado. That was his team. You, you think he put special emphasis on... Man, I'm going to wreck this. I'm going to wreck that one. Yeah, I think he circled that one. Question still stands, though. We're three games into the Sean Payton experience with the Broncos. We're however many games in with Russell Wilson now. Like, what do you, if you're GM or the owner of the Broncos, like, what do you, getting what are you rid doing of Russell here? Wilson. What was that? You're trading him? I'm getting rid of him. But then at the same time, you can't because how much did you pay for him? Uh, 250, whatever million. It, it, it's kind of like. Ridiculous. It's 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 just one of those things. It's hard. It's a hard thing to explain because, in a way, it can't be explained. But I, was, Russell I exaggerated. Wilson, I exaggerated a lot. <laughs> it's four years, eighty-seven million. Just wanted to get that. Out. Not two hundred fifty million. <laughs> feels like feels like the cost is two hundred fifty million. But yeah, four years, eighty-seven million. Oh oh, that's wrong. That's with the Seattle Seahawks. I was correct. Like 250. Yeah. Five year contract extension worth 245 million. So I was, I was correct. Okay. Sorry. There but you go. It's a hard thing to explain, but Russell Wilson is, it, it's one of the weird things because he is one of the top quarterbacks, quarterback talents in the league. But is he though? He is. He really, I think he, I honestly, think he really is it's just he's 34 34 already he's 34 hasn't really been relevant since when did they go to the super bowl 2018 was that the super bowl they they were in the bro it was a long time bro 2014 bro i remember i was a freshman and that was when that was when uh that was when they lost to the patriots he hasn't so, had an over four thousand yard season since twenty twenty. I mean, 
I don't know, dude. He's only had four seasons that he's had over 4,000 yards in his career. He's been playing since 2012. Oh, no, bro. Broncos are... Yeah, no. They're not it, fam. And I, 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 the funny thing is, I don't know where where I could put the finger directly on because I, I just, I don't know. You know, at least, say, New York Jets, I could put the finger on fucking Zach Wilson in the offensive line being garbage. Like I, could, I think it's more the offensive line. I mean, Zach Wilson isn't great, but it's like... Dude, Zach Wilson, is he's got to go. Shit, at this point, I'll just sign Colin Kaepernick, call it a day. You think it's that bad? In a way. Um, I'm really glad. Side note, really glad. You think I got trade rate, but I'm glad I got rid of Garrett Wilson. Um, when Topher offered me that trade, I was just like, because Brian Robinson Jr. is a pretty, he's RB1. I I wanted him and I was he was on my list to to draft. And honestly, I was like Herbert, he's a great quarterback, but I mean, I I I need a running back a little bit more. And I want to get rid of Garrett Wilson while he still had some value because it's eventually the thing is you got to understand the first 2 weeks that I had him. Yeah, he he didn't do bad fantasy-wise if you look at like his how many points he put up, but they're miracle plays. You know what I mean? Like the one uh, in week two against the Cowboys was like just Zach Wilson. He made a great play on on a dart down the field. You know what I mean? It's like I can't rely on that week in and week out from. I'm not ready to give up on him. Zach Wilson or Garrett Wilson? Zach Wilson. Oh, I'm giving and, up. I'm I'm pushing and, the panic button. I'm I'm no, giving up. Fully I'm not. I'm not there yet because I'm not saying he's a good quarterback. I'm not even saying he's a starting quarterback. I'm just saying to throw him. Keep in mind, this guy was a second round pick in 2021. Like I'm That's not right. ready. To, um, hold up, hold up. Dude, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was like a top three pick. Yeah, he was the second. Or sorry, second pick overall. That's what I meant. I, I was looking at two. Yeah. Second, second I was like, pick second overall. Round, no wonder you cutting this man some slack. <laughs> no, no, no. Second pick overall in 2021. We knew that offensive line was a liability. They aren't, for whatever reason, running the football. Like they had a combined 38 rushing yards against the Patriots, and they have Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Like, what? What's up with that? So, what that indicates to me is like the offensive line is more of a liability. Not then Zach Wilson, but the combination of those two, it's like you're not going to win football games with those two. Like a great quarterback can overcome that. Like an Aaron Rodgers can overcome, can kind of like mask the offensive line. But even let's say, you know, different, different world, different timeline, whatever, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt and he's still playing. Like the Jets are not a Super Bowl contender with that offensive line, dude. Like a defensive coordinator can scheme against that and still beat Aaron Rodgers because a good quarterback can only mask so much from how bad that offensive line is, dude. I don't know how much of the Jets you've watched, but I've watched enough. Yeah, 
I'm I'm not saying Zach Wills is a good quarterback. I'm not saying you shouldn't cut him or get rid of him or but if you bring in like I know they're talking about Carson Wentz or trading for Kirk Cousins or Trevor Simeon, apparently. I I think he was just signed by the Jets. He got signed, yeah. Like that's not gonna make that big of a difference in my opinion. I think I think I would at this point, I if I were the Jets, I would sign a Carson Wentz or something. I mean, I I'm finding somebody that's like, you know, not I don't know, like you can only mask so much. So if it's not an Aaron Rodgers, then like and you're not running the football because this team is so good in the running back room and their defense is is amazing. But I mean, dude, dude you're look, not running the football. Look, man, listen here. Me, look. NFL Sunday ticket su- subscriber. Five games on at one time. Okay. I can tell you right now. Yes, the offensive line does suck, but Zach Wilson may suck just as bad. Yeah, I agree with and, you. And there, there's just no if ands, buts around it. Like, why is Robert like Robert Sala calls the plays, correct? Or who calls the plays? They've, they've, He's a defensive they've, coordinator. Nathaniel Hackett is the Nathan, offensive okay. Nathan, why is Nathaniel Hackett asking Zach Wilson to throw the ball 36 times and only running the ball 22 times? Because like they were what? they were down. That's not their strong the, suit. They were down most of the game. The the score was fifteen to ten. Yes, because they started like they, they were the most they, they were had down. A, the most they were down was thirteen to three. They were down ten points at most, and that was in the yes. third quarter. Yes, and that requires you to pass the ball a little bit more. Okay, it's not like they're down thirty, David. Like they need to score. You're one down ten with three, You've only been old. You've only been able to score three points within three quarters. Yes, you're down ten. You're you're you got you you got to start throwing the ball in the third quarter. Okay, what, you what, started throwing the ball, but what about in the first half? They're only down. They're down ten three going into halftime. Ten. I don't three, understand whatever. how you can't run the football. You've got Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Like, you're you're, you're, you're do you still not understand? You're not giving me anything. But I, I understand what you're saying. If you're losing, throw the football. I get it. But my philosophy is more if you're losing by more than one touchdown and you need to make – like throwing the football in my eyes is like making up for time. Like you're trying to not burn the clock as much. But if you're only down one touchdown, you can burn some clock running the football if you're efficient running the football. But if you never even try – But they're, like, they're what – I mean the thing is you're not giving the passing and rushing your numbers for the first half. What if it was 50-50 in the first half, and then all those numbers are skewed from the second half of trying to play catch-up and throwing the ball? Come on, I don't brother. Know if they have the splits for the first half. Come on, but brother. I, I, I can agree with you. I'm just saying the split being 36 times they're passing and 22 times they're rushing, I mean, regardless, I think you know it should be more equal, especially if you're considering Zach Wilson to be the problem. Like You should play to your football team's strengths. You shouldn't ask the problem to make solutions like that dude I, as a texans fan for years i saw one of the best wide receivers in the league deandre hopkins catch passes from the shittiest of shitty quarterbacks and okay. still be highly successful they still found a way he still found a way to get the ball even so with you're all putting like 70 percent of the blame on zach wilson and 30 percent of the offensive line essentially yeah 
if for how good for how good and for how good and talented Garrett Wilson is, he should at least he should be essentially he should be like D Hop with the Texans when the Texans had freaking TJ Yates and fucking I couldn't I can't as a Texans fan I can't even name some of the quarterbacks we had at that time before Deshaun Watson came. Huh? Brock Osweiler. Assweiler, yeah. There's another one. Assweiler. I'm just saying we there's, had Aaron, but, but we there's had Aaron one thing, Foster too. So But there's one thing like when you have an elite wide receiver like that, even the shittiest of shitty quarterbacks can get them the ball. Zach Wilson can't even get Garrett Wilson the ball. Okay. It's the saddest I mean, thing I've ever seen in my life. Other than your fantasy teams. Okay. You but you know what's also really also. sad? Did you see the news today? Our quarterback's out for the season. CJ Stroud is injured? Oh, no, dude. Come on. A&M, bro. Connor oh. Weeman. Oh. I was, I was thinking we are talking NFL. Connor Wegman? Weeman. I don't, dude, I have Wegman. trouble pronouncing it. Too. Wegman. Connor what did Wegman. he do? What he do? Did you just so we lost to Miami and you just stopped watching them? Like, is Pretty that much. this is the saddest shit I've ever heard? You know what? I, t- I literally told you this last episode that I was going to become the ultimate two percenter because we lost to Miami. I was like, I got all my hopes up and I'm just not even. You're still a Texans fan, though, right? No, I mean, kind of. If they win, I'm excited. I'm happy. For oh, the city. How, am I, how am I declared the quote unquote bandwagoner and all this shit when. You're over here. You're pretty much like a foot and a half out the door on both teams. And the only reason you're not a foot out on the Eagles is because they literally just went to the Super Bowl last year. I, I mean, you were there when we won the Super Bowl, and I've been in it. I ate shit when we lost the fucking Washington football team the first time. So they why ever can't you that. eat shit now for your actual teams? I, I like the Texans. I just, the Aggies have let me down. So many times that it's like they have let me down too, but we still ride, baby. I, you think you think I I go to work every day and I let those Tennessee volunteers tell me shit every day, day in and day out, and that I'm not gonna hold it down for my Texas A&M Aggies, even though if on October 14th we go into Knoxville and shit the bed, hell no, I'm still hold it down, bro. Fuck wrong with you. I mean, I'm happy we beat Auburn. Like, I am. I'm glad we did. I did watch the game. Not very closely, but I did watch it. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I mean, I don't, I don't really have... I knew that Wegman went out at some point, but I don't have much of an opinion because, like I said, I watched Miami. I was disgusted. And I'm just now telling everybody Jimbo has a drinking problem, and I've moved on. I'll be back. No. We start winning some more games. I don't want you back. I don't want you back. Shit. Two fans, you'd be lucky to catch me again on the episode after this. I'm I'm going to Dallas this weekend. Before I may or may not be going to the game. I may or may not be going to the Arkansas game. Fucking hate. I'm disappointed. You know what? Let's talk about the Cowboys. No, you're not. Oh, so you want to talk about the? You rather talk about the fucking Cowboys? Yes, because they and lost. actually watch your own 
fucking alma mater and hold it down for them just because they lost one game. Let it all out. I still beat you in fantasy, but let it out. No, nah, fuck that. I don't care if you beat <laughs> me every week in fantasy. This is, this is, this is some buffoolery you got going on here. I, I understand you're disappointed. You. I understand. Was- yes, I was disappointed too. I was upset too. But you know what? The next Saturday comes. I, I, I'm watching because I, I, I'm, I'm faithful. I, I'm rel- You never know. I this am. is, this is a long season. It was only week two. Like, I'm, I'm faithful too. I'm, no, you're not. No, you I just am. said you're I not. Haven't ha- I haven't jumped on. I don't jump on another team's bandwagon. I was a Colorado Buffalo fan for a little bit because I like Dion, but I'm not rooting for Colorado more than the Aggies. I get. I get. I'm it sounds happy. like you are. It sounds like you watch the Colorado Buffs no, more than you do your Texas A&M Aggies. I, I turned on the Colorado game for like two minutes, and they were getting blown out so bad. I was like, "Yep, we're not watching this." So. The game I watched the most intensely was probably Notre Dame, Ohio State, which I think most people watched. That was the best game of the weekend. I'm a college football fan, David. My team sucks. Your team doesn't suck. Yes, they do. They're terrible. We lost to Miami. Miami's terrible. Dude. It's over. If we don't go undefeated, it's over. You win some, you lose some, bro. It's still a long season. God damn, bro. You giving up on week two? We did we had the greatest recruiting class of all time, and we paid our coach a hundred million dollars and we lose to fucking Miami, who's unranked. And in the yeah, same we, week, we, Texas beats Alabama. Like, come on. Bro, it's a long season. <laughs> it's the same thing you said. Do, when you do lost you, this to, to me in fantasy, it's the long season. It is a long season, bro. <laughs> What do you think this is? You think uh, watch, I will watch this? I will watch the Arkansas game this weekend. No, don't. Okay, we don't want you to watch that Arkansas game. You, you, you stay. You stay wherever bubble you are in. We don't need you in Aggieland, bro. We don't need. This, it's not in Aggieland. It's in Dallas, and I'll be in Dallas. I mean, no, just just in general, we don't need you. The Maroon Gang, bro. We we we. You're either in or you with us or you you're not with us, man. You next hold episode, I'm this... wear every piece of Aggie gear that I own. Well, no, burn I it. You might as well. From the way from the way you talking. <laughs> Taking this personally, you still wear your ring? Do you wear your ring? Not every day. Oh, what do you even mean? Come on, bro. That's weak. I took mine off right now because I use I'm using the mouse, but every day I wear it. It sits right next to me every day. Talking about me being a two percenter, bro. Everybody can watch the football game. Not everybody can wear one of these. So congrats, two percenter. Stop. <laughs> Do you put it's it on when you watch the Aggies? Do you put it on the ring? Sometimes. Oh, you're not even a real fan. You're just a you're just a pedestrian. Wow! So you put on a ring, and all of a sudden you're you're back yes. in the crew now? No, no, because I paid them all the fucking money to get the piece of paper. Yeah, but you don't hold it down for the set, bro. So you you go you can go on what? over down the street to Austin. You can go you can go down there to Austin, bro. I'm not watching TU. I'm never watching TU. I hate no, TU. No, no, no. That's anywho. <laughs> Anyway. Are you done? Are, are we done? You don't want to talk to me anymore? 
How what sad are you about left? Wegman? What, Wegman. What, whatever. I'm mad. I'm mad. I I brought it even even brought it up and exposed you because now I'm, I'm just. I don't feel exposed. I'm, I'm I'm disgusted. I'm legitimately disgusted. That's okay. I can live with that. I was pretty disgusted by your performance this past weekend. So Wegman's out. What happened to him? He tore tore something. You should like, know. You should know what happened to him. So we don't have to talk about it. You got something else you want to talk about before you make me even more mad? Broken bone in his foot. Oh, yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah. You said Monday he was day-to-day. Where'd you read that he was out for the season? It's on ESPN. I'm on ESPN. I'm not going to explain myself to you because... I follow I follow the team, so I know. I follow my squad. Are you in the I locker hold room? It down. Are you in the locker room? Anywho, you, um You're in the locker room. Damian Lillard got traded today. Yeah, I did to, see uh, that. The Milwaukee Bucks. Crazy trade. <laughs> Crazy thing. So the are the are the trailblazers just tanking now? Is that your opinion? Uh, I mean, they've always kind of been tanking. They just had Dame Dame Lillard. I mean, they traded Yusuf Nurkic is gone. Uh, they traded. I mean, obviously CJ's been gone forever. Dame. They got they got DeAndre Ayton though. They did get DeAndre Ayton, and they got Drew Holiday. Yeah. Yes, Drew Holiday um, Ayton because the Suns got a Nurkic. Nurkic. Um. Grayson Allen. They got Grayson Allen? Yeah, they got Grayson Allen. All upset boy himself. Yeah, let's and see if we have it here. A couple other players. But. Oh, yeah. Crazy. No, I mean, right it, 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 it almost. It almost kind of broke the. Football cycle. Almost. That's how big football is. Damon Lillard gets traded and it's kind of like, eh. It's in the mid headlines, like middle of the pack. Of the I honestly headlines. didn't even think we would talk about it. To be honest, I was I like forgot thinking, about it, but then you made me mad. So made you mad. Yeah, I apologize for making you mad. Is there you any know. football you'd like to talk about? Because we did skip over a lot of games. C.J. Stroud is the man. He is, but but you probably don't know that because you probably don't watch that <laughs> team either. I do watch the Texans. No, oh, okay, yeah, sure. I have fantasy players, so I watch them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You ain't got no Texans fantasy players, I'll tell you that much right now. I got Tank Dell. What you mean? He's on your bench. He ain't watching that hard. I'm watching pretty hard. Nope. Trying to win this year. Apparently not. Apparently you don't you don't you don't care about your teams. You know what? I'm, I'm not even down. a football fan. I'm more just I'm just a Swifty. I just got to football. I just saw Taylor Swift was on TV, so I just started watching football this week. So I don't know yeah. anything. Is that better? No. Okay. I just want the record <laughs> to be stated. I hold it down. I'm you not hold the it bandwagoner. Down. Okay. I don't give up on my teams. Okay. Aren't Stay you a faithful. Dolphins fan, or are you a 
I don't even know at this point. Don't 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 start that bullshit. No, you, you <laughs> after what we just went through. I'm you not a bandwagoner. I'm 100 not a bandwagoner. I just right, give you up. May not, you may not be a bandwagoner. I never say you were, but you don't hold it down. I, I you're unfaithful, uncommitted. I mean, it's a fair point. What does that say about you, Alexander? Declare. I don't know. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this turned into psychology. Yeah, therapy talk here. And we spill yeah. the guts. Mm. We don't have any football to talk about. Dame Lillard, huge trade. Milwaukee's going to win the friggin' world championship, which everybody's saying is a big problem. It's called the world championship, but it's the world championship. So, I mean, we go over to Europe and torch them every year in whatever tournaments. Doesn't matter. But we didn't, but we didn't win. Germany won the FIBA, though. Doesn't matter. We won by default. Our best players weren't there. If our best players go, we win every year. That is true. That is true. But that's the only reason. That's the only way you'll watch and root for a team. All right. Well, I missed this. This was this was fun. <laughs> the first. When, how long were we going? Fifty minutes or so. <laughs> yeah. This this was fun. The first like fifty minutes. But then after that, I guess I I struck a nerve with you. I'm just so here's thinking, what I'm gonna do. I, I didn't I, I just this this is you're the last person I expected this from. I know you, you said it. We from? all say it. We all say it. I said I was done, but really I'm not done. <laughs> I'm never done. I'll never be so done. So you're not a man of your word. I'm a man of my word. I said I was done. Oh. Uh. Uh. Oh. Gotcha. All right, two fans. This has been fun, but David is death staring me, so we're done. You know where to find us. We'll be back every week, Tuesday and Thursday, hopefully, unless COVID or other obstructions in our lives. But uh, you know where to find us, Slice Devils Pod, Slice Devils Podcast. And uh, David, I love you. We'll see you next time. Alex, we'll see you next time in Austin. (laughs) And his burnt orange. Thank you to fans and goodbye.